Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geist Assinator Chronicle Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is Episode 1, Foul Wind on a Dark Night. Greetings, foolish mortals, and welcome to Session 1, Episode 1, whatever you want to call it, of Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. We, as always, are the Occultus Anonymous and we come to you tonight, uh, sponsored by Roll20, The Onyx Path, and our 999 Happy Haunts. Some of our happiest haunts are Adele, Al, Alexander, Alzrit, Bernie, Buck, Chandra, Chris, Doc, Emil, Funzu Salru Ali, George, IRL Rilla Remington Wannabe, James, John, John, Josh, Camo, Cat Feathers, Klaus, Crazy Man, Long Live the Queen, Melissa, Michael, Milo, M- uh, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Other Guy, Perry, Foog, Porter, Puppeteer, Reality Has an Ear Flicking Policy, Recently Deceased, Ask Your Doctor if Geist is Right for You, <laughs> Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Shiksara, Taryn, This Bitch, Thomas, Vortex Falcon, and Aethernalis. We appreciate your support, because without you guys and ghouls, we wouldn't stand a ghost of a chance of putting on this show. (laughs) Buckle up, everybody. (laughs) I'm in charge. There's nothing you can do about it. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Um, Take your pun meds. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully you uh, watched Session Zero. Um more recently than I have, so you can type in chat when I say something wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, That was a month ago. Asked, I know, it was a while. I had to like read over my notes again. I was like, what did I do? What is this <laughs> game? Yeah, Ghosts? Cool, got that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to be playing uh, in a game of Go- uh, Geist the Sin Eater, second edition. Uh, the game is set in uh in Belgium in 1916. Mm. Specifically, uh, the starting date of our campaign will be October 2nd, 1916. Uh, I don't know what day of the week is, y'all. I don't really care. It's fine. They're all the same. You're in war. <laughs> um, Everything is horrible. Let's stop beating the dead horse of these ghost jokes. I refuse. Thank you, Greg. Um, so, 1916 in October, um, we are in and out of the uh, town of Ypres in uh, Belgium, which is in the marshlands, um, and uh, our, our our plucky adventurers, <laughs> investigators. I don't know if either of those words work for us. I mean, sort of. Yeah. Yes, Cody's pretty plucky. You've been, you've been, yeah. Oh, sorry, you were objecting to the plucky. I thought the plucky was the one that fit the best, actually. Um, anyways, uh, they have been recruited and trained and sent to the Western Front um, by a one Knight Commander, Sebastian Brentwood, um, who leads a uh, essentially a research 
a, a secret forces research division um, that has been looking into uh, examples of paranormal phenomenon and specifically has found a rash of people that have come back from the dead confirmed in, in many cases messy deaths um, that have then gotten up and walked away from it and um, and that is a, a subject uh, of which all four of these players are intimately familiar and uh, and so we will be exploring their day to day lives and their adventures the monotony and the drudgery and the horror of their lives uh, as they have been sent to this area of Belgium um, to investigate um, and and just I would say you don't have clear orders here, right? You, there's there's no particular thing that you've been told. This is why we're here. It's this is where I feel that you will be needed. Um, we out of character all recognize. The why main bullshit. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Why someone might have that that sort of take, um, and in the uh, in the weeks and months that you've been here. Um, there has been all number of horrific battles and weeks of nothing. Uh, and it is that, um, it is at the, um, sudden and vicious end to that nothingness that we will pick up as, um, mortar shells fly in from the German lines, um, machine guns rattle in, in their nests. Um, the constant percussiveness of the shots and the drums uh, of war uh, abound. And we pick up with Adelaide Martin um, running through the muck and dragging uh, injured boys down uh, alpha out of the very edge of no man's land um, back into the trenches of the front lines. What is your, um, you kind of, I would say you kind of got, uh, you were going on checking on, checking in on, uh, like medical storage supplies and stuff like that at various different points on the, on the, uh, trenches and kind of got caught up on, in all this. Uh, what would you say you've been like doing while this battle has been going on and, and stuff like that? Uh, probably just trying to do immediate whatever immediate medical attention you can provide to people that have, like, shrapnel wounds or whatever, like, tying right. up bandages, helping people get out if they can. Right. Cool. But very front lines medic things. And then there's, you know, you have uh, others with you, I think. Uh, it, well, I would, I would ask you, is this something that you would have um, tried to do in your time here, is, like, Garner at Moray, like, front lines medic squad with some of your other nurses and stuff like that. You basically have command over if you want. Uh, yeah, probably just to have a few people to be there to sort of keep everyone going. Right. Or to try to get them to medical attention if it's more severe sooner rather right. than to increase our chances of surviving. Right. Yeah. So I think we will, um, we, we, we will set this, set the stage of, you have just pulled uh, pulled this guy down off of this 
absolute muddy edge of a trench and slop down into a puddle and uh, you can see he's got just shrapnel wounds and his his entire coat is just torn apart Um, and you know both as a person and as a bound that he is unlikely to last the next few minutes Um, and with a little bit of sunlight um, seeming to just come down right upon you um, and you recognize this man in a uh, Norway. You don't recognize the man. You recognize a um, um, shit. It's Norway. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I was gonna make a whole thing, but never mind. Because Norway wasn't in World War One, so. <laughs> all neutral and whatnot. <laughs> um, anyways, um, this man essentially uh, looks up and sees your face sort of uh, silhouetted against the sun as his uh, dying breath is something about an angel. Uh, can I do anything to sort of ease his pain? Like, I don't know if I have a power that can do that. Um, I, I would say, I mean, he's actively dying. Just, yeah. I mean, you might have some morphine or something like that if you want to just yeah, just him up real quick, but that's not really a roll or anything. Yeah, basically um, just try to... I feel like probably make it go quicker, honestly. Like, if I don't have a way to ease the pain, just like... Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's something to be said for that, for sure. Angel of um, Mercy. And uh, over your shoulder in this hollow whistling voice that's maliciously happy-go-lucky. Your geist is just saying, I don't know why you bother... I'm just ignoring him. <laughs> um, yeah. My dearest Adelaide, you could be so much more than just a nurse running around. A piece of comfort to these men. You could be better than them. I want to be a nurse. And their lives matter. We'll see what I become if this ever ends. But for now, this is what I'm doing. Well, suppose it is within the bargain we made. It is your drive that I respect, not your particular actions. Hmm. You might want to go over there. And he just gestures over. And uh, he's not done pointing to where he gestures. 
and a body just gets blown off of the top and lands down in the muck. Yep. I'm running over. I'm not going to question that, but... Um, and this sort of mangled corpse that lands in front of you does seem familiar. Oh, God. And as you look down upon this you know, shattered legs and, and torso falling apart, um, that familiar stench of ectoplasm fills the air as the body stitches itself back together. And you are, I think, not for the first time watching as uh, a one Cody Owens gets brought back to life. <laughs> Let's be clear. It's not all that frequent. Otherwise, I have synergy problems. But I mean, if you're starting at synergy one. then uh, Yeah, I'm just going to kind of straighten out his jacket and pick him up. This is... <laughs> Cody's pulling at the ectoplasmic call that covers over the face and like like there is most definite like embarrassment but he's like turning his head as he eats it um yeah need that plasm back and uh um, a few minutes a few seconds prior to to your eyes popping open I think in the span of your very graceful uh, and short a stint as a flying human being um, you are uh, you are greeted with a a, a vision uh, as you have at least a couple times now right we've established Cody's died a couple times because he's into some reckless bravery shit yep yep okay um and um, the vision you see is troubling. More, more so than just any death. Um, you see um, a man uh, in a dark room. Um, Mudded floor and sandbags give you the idea that it is part of a trench network. Um, and you sort of look down at yourself and see a German, a German uniform. Um, and in the darkness of this room with um, the one the one detail you can make out um, from the one candle um, that someone has left you is that the metal door to exit this sort of bunker uh, has been welded shut. Um, and the, um, the the death that you bear witness to um, is the coughing and sputtering and caustic death of mustard gas entering your lungs. I'm trying to remember, did did allies use mustard gas? 
Okay. Nope. Didn't think so. Not okay. at this time, certainly. Right. Uh, I don't think very much at all. Yeah. So a lot of uh, <laughs> the the quick scramble eat because need me some plasm. Uh, but then I imagine that Cody is still tasting it and smelling it because it's not just watching the death. You get to experience the death um, and like sitting back and just having a moment where on one hand and he probably mentions like it looks up to Adelaide and goes, it's OK, it was a German. But at the at the same time going, that one didn't taste very good. <laughs> not that, uh, but no, it definitely like, hang on. It was a German, but that was mustard gas. I <clears throat> recognize it. Yeah, even even so far as like your voice is a little hoarse mm-hmm. and your nose is running and stuff like that. Yep. I was like, I I he was in a locked room. And like just I mean, yeah, I mean Cody's died a couple times and just kind of like Peering up over the trench as if somehow he's going to recognize the bunker <laughs> wherever it was and just going. No. I mean, it's going to be someplace close air quotes, but right. yeah. And just like, why the hell? Sorry, They're ma'am. Passing their own people in a bunker left by themselves. And like, and again, the little peek over. Did you? notice anything about the person German uniform they left a candle for him and they welded the door shut he wasn't leaving and then pumped mustard gas into the room um, I'm assuming that's not how they normally execute their I would imagine a bullet to the head is much easier pumped it in or set it off yeah. Yeah. I don't could have left it as a trap for the yeah. ally. No. But oh, uh, for Chris was was the German tied to the chair? Nope. You're oh. just loose in the room and then got gassed. Yeah. Um. Um. You can roll. Uh, with the cult, if you'd like. I will do that. Just Cody? Just Cody. One success. Um, As you think back over it, there was a... No, it was tough to make out any sort of details in in the single flame candlelight but it seemed that the table that was next to you with the candle had some, like, scratchings and runes or something on it. It's not enough to make out any sort of thing that it might have been. Right, but at least enough to pick up a cult Something was being done, right. you You feel confident in that assumption. Right. Um... Well, uh, I think my forays um, in trench raiding uh, are going to be put on hold. Um, There was some 
more unusual, um, our kind of unusual circumstances around that. I saw some symbols, icons. Not that they meant anything to me, but I don't imagine that they were there just for the fun of it. Something to note, possibly report. I kind of want to find this bunker. I do too, but um, <laughs> like again, peeking up over yeah, the trench uh, <laughs> across no man's land in the, in the German trenches. That's like, I mean, uh, I yeah. might be able to make my way over there because I imagine that is a thing Cody may frequently do with call is just like, I'm going to be a sneaky little, you know, thing and go, you know, just use your way across. Yep. Uh, yeah, you could probably make it over there. Um, you'd be alone. I will point out that you do know someone who's pretty good at finding things mm -hmm. um, within a mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but no, when, when Adelaide says you'll be alone, he just looks at her with the most deadpan expression and that she may not see him, but Cody looks over at the thing that follows him and goes, yeah, I don't think we do the alone thing anymore, Adelaide. Don't remind me. Yeah. And uh, since Drew has made some adjustments here are we still calling him the whipping boy um yeah though i'm i am open to suggestions from the rest of the crew um <laughs> um if there's a better name because yeah sorry guys my my little uh my lines and veils came up and the kid thing was just not working anymore yeah, and i was like i need I, to <laughs> i was impressed you went for it knowing that that was one of your lines i was like okay like oh but the kids already did so. that, that's kind of what i was yeah. like and then i legitimately yeah. had a moment where i was thinking about the interactions and i was like wait i have yeah. to talk to the kid mm. no so if i if i've understood what you were saying the other day or maybe i'll just let you describe um yeah like a. You know, five foot ten, you know, normal human sized, human shaped body. Um, but there is no skin. Um, he still looks fresh and extra drippy, gooey, bloody. And yeah, exposed bone and weird bone spurs kind of thing. So, um, yeah, very blood golem kind of look. Um, and in my does, head has a probably good. Does he look like he is and being with no skin or does he look like he more like a golem, like put together? Yeah, very together put together. Like, okay. yeah, um, he was not skinned, right? Not yeah. flayed. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not flayed man, but more this sort of dripping blood put together creature. thing. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine still speaks with a pleasant, clearly understandable human voice. Which to me is far it's more, worse. Yeah. far oh, yeah. worse. It's like if he's going around brains all the time, it's like, OK, that's fine. Oh, no, he's just conversational and speaking with a slight French accent or Italian or, you know, something else. It's just like, mm. yeah. doesn't sound like a monster, but looks like one. Yeah. And probably has some still has the same like keys and stuff like that. So still vengeful, still. Um, and um. So you I wanted suggestions, Stafford, oh. uh, considering a description, 
Stephen Quincy Jones would have suggested that you call him the Sanguine Sentinel. It's not a it's bad you, one. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you no, no. Come I, up with a name. Yeah. Just um, especially as a poet, he's yeah. fond of alliteration. <laughs> we we and, noticed the uh, the new oh, name yeah. for your guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, because we yeah, were just... all on those details when we left session zero. So I'm excited. All yeah. right. Well. The description of a put together monstrosity immediately Frankenstein. Right. Um. So. Prometheus. Not a bad one either. Yeah, um, I, um, I am. I'm kind of of the mind that it hasn't given a name to itself, and Cody is continually trying new names. Actually, that may be a thing, Stefford. I think. I think a conversation Cody. that it has had uh, with you is that names are powerful, and I choose not to have one. I give. Call me what you wish. Yep. Um, and in this moment, as you're talking to Adelaide. Um, it like walks up behind you in this very like possessive gesture uh, as you say we, we don't do alone anymore it's sort of just like and I think it, it it's bigger than Cody right like mm-hmm. oh yeah okay yeah like oh, it may not be enough. like towering tall but no, it definitely has no. bulk yeah can Long we enough. see them when other they want sizes. to when they, okay. yeah if they want to be seen by other bound then yes um and i think in this moment yeah you, you do see him and he just sort of drapes his arms crossed around your neck and this sort of uh the, the cute boyfriend perverse, girlfriend thing yes this perverse <laughs> version of this like possessive uh grab thanks chris i hate it yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh, Perry, I I will probably keep that one at least for now. And that may it just be the, it may just be a running thing throughout the, the game if that bleeds. Just keep changing the name. Um and and yeah, I think we'll we'll probably leave that scene there for now. Um there's there's still more work to be done as the as the battle continues. Um and the yeah. not long after that, like the the machine gun nests start winding down and stuff like that but the the mortar the mortars keep bounding from both sides um and you have noticed that this is how it goes is that it'll bombardments will happen for weeks on end Mm. just continuous swapping out crews and firing as many shells and then when when somebody gets the particularly bad idea to try and take some ground then that's when the actual like fighting. fighting happens um and so with those mortars in the background um we cut a ways back further in close to the closer to the city um and uh, a doting elder elderly grandmother the picture of charm and love and grace <laughs> um is sort of peeling back a, a, a canvas flap to walk into um, a sort of um, a barracks bunker um, that she knows some of the boys are in. And, uh, what is what is Miss Dorothy up to there, Craig? Um, Dorothy smiles and says, uh, hey, boys. You there's, this, there's this very just like... It, it is this, like... It, this mix of 
reactions of like when your favorite aunt comes to visit and then the like absolute trepidation of what f- weird shit has she brought us this time <laughs> from her trip right yeah um so she opens up um just a like a canvas um side bag and uh starts to pull out socks that she's knit for everybody mm. and uh this is a fairly regular thing so the guys all sort of reach out for them but she slaps hands away a little bit playfully to you got some last make week sure you yeah. got some yeah make sure you got your dry feet before you put these new ones on or they're not going to do any good <laughs> um uh and then uh, as she walks uh through the little tent barracks uh there she just kind of stops and grabs the corporal surprisingly forcefully by the front of his shirt and uh, her eyes sort of Pardon, go white a little bit and she just holds him there and she says when things go crazy you're going to need this and she hands this little cherry bomb um, and if you look really closely you can almost see like dry ice smoking off the side of it but you could really convince yourself that that's not happening um, and so it sort of presses it into his uh, to his chest when you say cherry bomb you mean like a firecracker no like a like a bomb okay okay yeah why do you have that, Dorothy? <laughs> She's just a stranger. Out of she, your just, bag? she just finds things, right? Cody and um, you, we're I mean, have... you also can requisition things too. Like, yeah, yeah. So maybe she requisitioned it. It doesn't really matter where she got yeah. it, but she passes it off to the corporal with uh, the warning that when things go crazy, and doesn't know what to do. Use this. And then uh, her and, eyes and blink. He, yeah, he, he's got this look on his face like he's really learned to not ask questions about you. And, and there's and no recognition what, on Dorothy's face that the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. even happened, right? Uh, and there's this, he's he's being very thankful, but, and I think you've, you've started to pick up on this. Um, I think you all have started to pick up on this, is that the, the sort of uneasiness that the living have around you like they're happy to they're happy to chat they're happy to follow orders but if you start to really like get to know them and and spend time Mm -hmm. with them they start to really notice some of the weird things about you it gets a little uneasy um uh, they start you know you'll you'll notice that you know the boys in this particular crew are like crossing themselves as you go by, or you hear a whisper in, in French of you know the, um, like the old woman's a witch or something like this. Uh, you know, I imagine and, that um, that may even happen on like the kind of positive death vibes right. that like say the Angel of Mercy Adelaide shows right. up and everyone's mm-hmm. like, mm, mm, mm. shit, <laughs> it is not good to be where she is. <laughs> Um, and I mean that is exactly where her geist is. Yep. Being aware of that, like um, Dorothy would intentionally keep that, you know, the weird ant, lovable but a little strange sort of vibe going. She doesn't let anyone get too close, kind of thing. Right. Just more for their comfort than for yeah, yeah, yeah. For and them. I imagine you kind of pop between different divisions and stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's up and down the front pretty much. But yeah, you've. I mean, you essentially are like. A legend because honestly these guys would not have uh socks without 
you know, you and maybe a, a couple others that really big deal. Uh, recruited stuff like that. You know, Trenchfoot's a, a awful thing uh, that people are dealing with. But um, um, yeah, I think uh, as you're leaving, that that sort of like uneasiness starts to subside from the from the corporal and. And he turns around and just holds this fucking bomb up like it's a goddamn relic. Uh, and he's like, you boys got socks, but look what she knitted me. <laughs> yeah, you got to have that bravado. Um, and, and I think it, as it um, you walk into the, the cool October sunlight and down the trench down to your next stop. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll fade off of that that scene. Um, and, um, we'll, we'll leave you with a single whisper in your ear, um, from the lost centurion of, I wish that we had had one of you. No. (laughs) No, dear. Um, Mr. Jones. Yes. Bring it on me. Um, I really liked what you texted me. So if you want to sort of set that scene from, Thank you. uh, from, from earlier, earlier in yeah. the afternoon, and then I'll set the scene of what you're actually going to react to. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. So, um, hmm. I can, um, improv something or I can read what I sent you, whatever you think would be most evocative based on what's been established. You do, you baby. I trust you. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, as the camera fades in, uh, there's a view first of a small puff of smoke. Um, and as the vision resolves further, uh, there's a there's a, like a three-quarter view of Stafford Quincy Jones gazing south across low rolling hills. And his left hand is a jade cigarette holder, and he's gently puffing from it. Eventually, uh, the camera comes over his shoulder, and uh, the audience can view or see, recognize that he's uh, composing a poem. And it seems that the content and theme of the poem is the paradoxical virtue of foresight. Uh, he's been thinking about this lately, and he's recognized that the paradox is because if you know in advance that you shouldn't do something, you won't make the mistake that would teach you to avoid it in the first place. So he's been rolling it around in his head what the the virtue is of following foresight if life is really about learning to avoid mistakes and so you have to make them first before you can make the right choice. How can you find out if you don't fuck around? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. I'm glad you got that through line. I just wanted to write it in a way that wasn't silly from his perspective, right? It's a phrase I love, right? But come on, you got to fuck around to find out. So he's like, okay, um, what's going on here, right? Uh, so he's brought back from the dead, uh, and he's gradually come to understand that this is a gift, even if it's not the gift he would have wanted. 
So, um, and then uh, I'd say that perhaps there is an additional sensory impression that the audience is getting. And so despite the fact that he seems calm and contemplative, he's composing this poem and he's gently puffing from it. It's because um, he has over the past few months acquired a pretty strong relationship with his guys that prevents him from experiencing huge consequences. At first, it was extremely contentious because he thought of things in a really evocative way and they weren't as direct and brutal despite his, you know, recent death. But he had he'd come to the recognition that he just needs to yield to the intense rage that his Geist has in order to have any meaningful interaction with him. So uh, he's currently embroiled in a discussion with his Geist, which is Jagged Shards of Silvered Cincture. That's the name he has come up for it. It's like a broken mirror swirling in um, a twister, constantly moving around in his soul, shredding everything around it. And at first he was caught up in that maelstrom and he felt that his identity was being shredded away until he realized that that jagged shards would bring him within and then they could experience the rage together. So this discussion from outside perspective seems violent, but it is not like it was in the first place. Right. It's actually measured at this point. He's reached a point in synergy where he he cannot tamp down on his guy's rage and he feels it intensely. And so to get they, they just must be present together. The funny thing is it's as though Stafford wanted his geist to meet him where he was, and he realized that he just had to meet the geist where it was. For those at home, and also for those in the group, and also for me that just clicked on Ralph's character sheet that finally has dots on it, Ralph spent all 10 merit points on extra synergy. That is what I was about to ask. I was like, hang on, what do you mean you have synergy? Yeah, the point of his synergy, I was like, let me just click on this sheet real quick. And yeah. Oh, okay. Not a single merit. Not a single merit. No. No. Just the ones that granted by the crew. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so um, Stafford uh, was trying to gain from this posthumous experience, right? and uh, quickly learned that there was only one way forward and it was through. He had to yield to it. I mean, he gained something as a consequence. He gained a better um, in um, intrinsic, like intuitive appreciation for what it is to be about, right? And he gained actually a better understanding of what his Geist wants. And so that's what they're talking about right now. Okay. So um, uh, the Geist is... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What am... What am I as jagged shared uh, jagged shards of silvered censure? That's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what go. am I pissed off about right now? Oh yeah. So, uh, jagged shards of silver censure is angry because Stefford let a slight go unanswered in town. Uh, a. All right, Chris. A petty officer <laughs> made a comment at his expense. Uh, and Stafford kind of just waved it off and moved on because there was something else on his mind. And so they're out here on these hills, and Stafford's been distracted by this thing he's been thinking about. Like, what is the virtue of knowing that, hey, you're going to die and you can avoid it, right? It's foresight. All of these things that he has is abound. And Jagged Shards has gotten increasingly irate because he thought that they'd finally reached an accord. 
right. when this stuff happens, you have to do it, right? It doesn't matter who it is. You kill them, right? You avenge the slights because yeah, that's so, what we are. So, so from that perspective, you're sitting there and you're writing this poem. Yeah. And this crackling, tinkling voice that sounds like a hurricane is just in your ear. Kill him. Shred him. Tear him apart. Leave nothing left but a puddle. And it's just like just a constant barrage of just endless cycles of versions of that. Oh, man. And and and, and it, it is like taken a form, uh, not like full manifestation, right? But mm-hmm. it is taken a form outside of your body. And it is just like trying to pummel you. And oh, wow. and and the the for for those that haven't read the book, one of the key things is that the Geist and the Bound can never hurt each other. You can interact, you can touch each other, you can you can feel the connection has been made, but you can never hurt each other. And so he's like you're sitting there writing this poem, trying to focus and and trying to figure <laughs> out what to do, and he's just like swinging like you're like glass slap fighting, just like slap fighting, <laughs> yeah. And and it's it, it it and it goes back and forth between kill him and I want to kill you and <laughs> like and it's just this this. So you're saying he's angry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that is a question um, for I, I guess for you know DM and Ralph. Um, how often is the jagged shards actually la- so loud that Stefford is like, wait, hang on, what did you say? I can't, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I, I think. I think that varies with how recently he has given in to the rage. Yeah. So they've kind of reached an accord where it's like, look, we're good. I'm not going to ask you to kill everyone. Um, not because Jagged Charge doesn't want everyone killed, but they've come to an understanding of what kind of people they kill, right? It's right. like, all right, personal slights to us, right? That's what we avenge or to the group, right? He doesn't have a sense of like love and loyalty as as a geist, right? That's not the impression that Stefford has gotten, right? I'm not dictating whether or not the geist does feel mm-hmm. that, but he hasn't gotten that impression. He's just like, look, there's a there's a code, right? You don't fuck with me, okay? Right? You don't want no shit, all right? Don't start no shit. But if you start some shit, you're gonna get buried. And so when Stefford hesitates, that's when it's a problem. It's like sure. this is really simple. You want to write poems, okay? You got to kill somebody every now and then. Right, you you said you wanted to come back because you didn't create your magnum opus. All right, well, good blood. fucking luck. Here's your fucking yeah. inspiration. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, so I pose this question. Yeah. What's the resolution of this conversation? All right. So the resolution of the conversation is um, Stefford is still trying to ignore him because this is a, you know petty officer in a group they've been with, right? And he's like, I just don't want to kill a soldier, right? Like I think this is the first time that. He's, he's trying to get him to kill someone he's serving with, right? It's been people he's not directly associated right. with before. They pass ways. And he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. You have no allegiance to them, right? You're not a soldier. You're just working with them, right? This person does not matter. And so Stefford's been struggling with that. So he eventually realizes it's not going to work, right? Like he's he, So the camera sees him place his pen in his book and close it. And take the last few drags on uh, his cigarette through the holder um, and then exhale this immense cloud of smoke with which obscures his face. Um, But eventually his eyes become visible again and the camera can see this uh, tinkling 
silver shards in his iris, which indicates that he is giving into the desires of the bound and toying with, we're not toying, um, leaning on their synergy. Um, from that, like, I think it's a, he's like a slow zoom through the, when I play like really directorial with this real set real quick, like a slow Mm -hmm. zoom through your, through the smoke as you exhale and you catch those eyes and it's taking up most of the camera and then you zoom out and it is night and you are in the corner of a twist in one of the, the trench lines and um, we kind of spin and we're over your shoulder as uh, Quincy is crouched and walking uh, quietly relatively sneakily but not without a direct sense of malice and purpose um, and he turns a corner and uh, as a, as the trench opens into a um, I don't know what to call them like where it kind of opens out into a square not like a bunker but like where it's op- you know a spot yeah. where yeah yeah um, I should look up some more terminology but anyways um, I got you. And this guy is sitting there and he's taking a pull on his flask and he's finishing a cigarette. And you turn the corner and he sees you and I think he recognizes you enough to say something rude. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine okay. that's the last thing he says. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, Venting the rage, yeah, for sure, and 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 very horror movie esque scene that this is. It just we cut oh, black. Yeah. We hear we hear squish, yes, uh, and and <laughs> and we we move on to another scene. Yeah, awesome. Love love that. So good. Yeah, all I can think of the big ready. glass shard of a knife. Oh yeah, that's good. I like that inspired to like grab something on the way kind of thing or mm-hmm. so it's it's uh, i would say it's uh, you're you're often inspired or pushed to not do something with a clean weapon oh, it's a it's yeah. a broken pipe or it's a uh, a big splintered door or oh something God. like that it's it's always like pushed to be whatever jagged shards was whatever they have been through it has changed them to be a a <laughs> a force of nature yeah um a, a embodiment of Cain is perhaps Ooh. a way to phrase it yeah i um, like that that's great maybe something that quincy would have jotted down at some point yes um, that's very good yeah um and so we we fast forward uh, a couple days and um you've been either pulled forward or back and there is a particular bunker that um your um the project persephone soldiers have been have taken to using as a set of barracks and and as a meeting place and stuff like that and um as you you all go about getting coffee or waking up or um coming in off uh an errand of some sort um that guy's is very excited about bayonets yes (laughs) correct (laughs) it's time to affix bayonets gentlemen (laughs) Uh, oh, rusty and jagged yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh definitely <laughs> um, yeah and so um as you all 
come towards the center of this bunker. There's a, a little bit of... Yes? Can I just do a little tiny bit? As you guys come into the meeting, there's like hot coffee and somewhere, somehow, she got some muffins. Oh, <laughs> you're like sitting with, under a little towel on the table. Well, there that? is a, at this point still a few people that have chosen to stay in town. Um, uh. There is one like um, just like 80 year old baker woman that oh. is basically is is so pissed off at the Germans that she refuses to leave and refuses to stop baking <laughs> and like it is her it is her declaration of how she will fight this war that she will keep baking for the troops and stuff like that mm, she has yeah. bake hard tattooed across her something like that <laughs> yeah something like that just every, yeah, every everyone knows that family during the hurricanes yep no, I'm not leaving. Fucking fight God, and they're not leaving their house. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. It is absolutely a poor decision this one has made, but it is an appreciated uh-huh. poor decision. Um. And uh, yeah, you you all turn and are, are grabbing some some muffins that are unexpected, but um, not uh, super out of the ordinary. Um, and just in that that perfect way that we know how it works um you all glance away from the table for a second and when you turn back there is an envelope on the table ah, of course yep and this has happened before when he does think it's rather magical well um, shall i once again read it in a mockingly dramatic tone absolutely <laughs> i mean you do his best impression well, about that. Oh. <laughs> I was going to read to us. You know how you know how in movies, uh, you get this like, it, it'll start with them reading aloud, and then it transitions to their voice. Yeah, <laughs> all of his coordinate, all of his correspondences are magically enchanted to read them aloud in his voice. <laughs> Fair enough. But nobody else has figured it out. Except for Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stafford's like, man, you sound exactly like him. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that's a great bit of flavor. Because, <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Ralph, but that's exactly like, yeah, Stafford's going to take yeah. that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and uh, this letter is... Um, overly flowy in language as as a lot of it is and it's it's all you know harumphs and hurrahs and fight the good Mm. fight and it is absolutely um i think all of you probably have have sort of realized that it is a bit of a persona but it also is the in, in talking with the soldiers on the ground and experiencing what you have on the front lines of the war it is it is a relatively common disconnect that some of the um leadership of the armies has of you know they're just especially cody like they're just they're just moving some some figures on a map um they don't they don't really understand what is happening even hearing that you know they've lost a a million soldiers Mm. this year yeah uh, you know doesn't doesn't ring doesn't ring true um now, I would say not to immediately then like counterpoint that by saying that Knight Commander Sebastian Brentwood is one of the good ones, quote unquote, but um, you recognize that it is more an 
a persona that he has to put on mm-hmm. because the letters are red and because everything is checked for spies and stuff like that. So, um, that and sense. so it's uh, uh, greetings, good morrows, uh, and I hope you are all enjoying your muffins. Is he pausing for response? Does the letter actually pause for response? <laughs> it does. <laughs> you're never sure whether you're actually, like, I don't know if anyone actually says anything sarcastic back or whatever. And, and, and Stepper's like, I, I think there's like, sure. over the coffee, there's a mumbled morning night commander. <laughs> Ste- Stefford will attempt to respond in, in what seems like his voice. Sorry, go ahead, Craig. And Dorothy says, I. And that's the thing. I never know whether it's me able to find stuff or him making it found. <laughs> and that's what I hate the most. <laughs> well. Um, and I think he just calls you Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Mr. and Miss uh, and Mrs. Um, rather than ranks in this discussion. Uh, in these sorts of discussion. He sees you as a member of Project Persephone first, yeah, rather than sense. a member of the army. Uh, yeah. The army stuff is things that you have to do. Um, your actual work. To do your actual work. Yeah. Um, and so, Seems Mr. Like Owens, I hope... Guys. Yeah, Mr. Owens, I hope you are feeling better after your uh, brief stint uh, in uh, another world last uh, yesterday. Um, and uh, to each of the rest of you well good work I apologize Mr. Owens that was not to say <laughs> that you did not perform good work You're, you, you showed bravery and courage uh, like always but you really must stop uh, catching the, the grenades with your body it is not really how it's done. Now. I write this command. Command is perhaps not the right word. I write this correspondence to give you a, a, a warning. Uh, I fear that something big is brewing outside of Ypres. And don't know if the Germans are up to something of our nature or whether something more natural is not the right word, but mundane. Well, not mundane. Um, but something less uh, human-driven is brewing. Be on the lookout, and I suspect that as we approach um, yeah, I think he calls out Samane. Um, or some, some I forget how to fucking pronounce that. Uh, it's like Salon. Um, uh, yeah, he calls that out in all Hal's Eve and everything. As we approach these holidays where uh, mystical and occult energies rise 
naturally, I expect there to be something big occurring. Find out what you can. Report back as you do. And, uh, try not to die. Wait, is it October? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my brother's birthday this month. Oh, wow. So... You feel inclined to send him a letter? Yeah, I might. He doesn't... I assume he doesn't know of your passing. Um, he does. Or... And, and, and he oh. says... Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, did you get, like, me? fully, like, dead, reported, buried? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah, because right. his whole squad... Oh, yep. Lost. Oh, right, right, All right, hands. Right, right. That's right. And you so, did say that yeah, was... Yeah. And yeah. so they... they must have told oh, that's fair. Yep, so letters got sent off somewhere, and so, yeah, at this point now, yeah. They I mean, to be fair, you could always write him and say that you survived and ended up in a hospital somewhere. Yeah. Amnesia. Uh, you had been written off by people who left you to die, but you didn't. And and then I'm expected to come true. home. <laughs> yeah, also true. Yeah, um, I don't know. Actually, um, actually, yeah, Stafford, could you help me write a letter from a war buddy? It would be my pleasure. <laughs> of course. I appreciate you for asking me. You write better than I do, so, you know. Yeah, I just want to make sure to report the, um, what Cody saw oh, when yeah. he died. Back to our Moros in charge. It's a good idea. I will be clear. He has not been upfront about being some sort of wizard or anything. Right. It's just he gets feelings. I mean, he he set together the undead squad. Yeah. So. Right. But in we, much, in much the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what he is. I, I I would say now. Granted, Lord of the Rings hasn't been written yet, but. I would imagine he would see himself as a Gandalf type, mm-hmm. yeah. In much in the like in the in the vein of showing up to the Shire and like having gifts and presents and and like being this sort of magnanimous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, enjoying the benefits of being a wizard without. Um, what? I just realized that Tolkien is out here somewhere. We have to find him, Chris. We have to save him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched all three Lord of the Rings in the last two days. So Ooh, great. Uh, yeah, you getting ready for the Rings of Power? I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> just coincidence. Okay. <laughs> we'll just happened to see that they were on HBO and didn't know what else to watch. So <laughs> fair enough. Um, I like this more extended like, editions. Yes, I did watch the extended edition, so I watched twelve hours of good. Correct. Twelve hours of fucking Lord of the Rings. There's not a single boy on boy uh, Hobbit smooch. Uh, uh, Bullshit. It's off screen. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what the fuck was I even saying? Um, we were giving orders. The, the Sebastian bookshop. Nathan- yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was reporting to him the mm-hmm. weird ah, occult. Yeah. yeah right. The the Germans gassed one of their own guys in a sealed room, and there was something weird. On the table, yeah. On the table. 
Cool. Um, that gets sent off. Um, and we have telegrams, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't take long for that to get to him. And then I would say later that night, you have another communication um, that just says, uh, be amongst the front lines as soon as you can. I, mean, I have a feeling you might find yourselves useful and or find something relevant to our interests. Um, for Project Persephone having soldiers, do they are they given a se section of trench to hold or are they kind of back a little bit from the actual front lines? Um, your your sort of home bunker is back a bit. Um, but but not like I mean we're talking I mean there's there's mm -hmm. a lot of trenches right right so getting to the front lines is a bit of an endeavor just like getting back to town is a bit of an endeavor but it's yeah. doable right and the, in our division have, because our very need to move we wouldn't have an assigned portion of the front we could just go wherever we need right to right okay right. cool um, you're all high enough ranked and everyone has sort of been by by your bosses by by um, because you do have some others that are above y'all mm -hmm. um, that aren't just Knight Commander Brynwood um, that have shown up and have essentially said this is what they're doing. They're you know they're here for uh, special forces work essentially. Right. You know they're they're not to be questioned that sort of thing. Um, and and you all have done a, a good job of ingratiating yourself with specific people and and. Um, and, and playing the right roles and stuff like that and because you know you all have different strengths and stuff like that i think and you there and there's other folks as well um uh like among i would say amongst uh adelaide's like nurse squad um there is another project persephone member who is uh has a bit of a um just lost it um, who is a bit of a medium mm, and stuff cool. like that. Um, and so she she takes it upon herself to um, speak with the recently dead as they're sort of, as their ghost is sort of popping about the body and like helping them uh, adjust. Uh, I think you said there's some actual ghosts as well, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, and especially since we have the order to do it, uh, Cody pulls up his rifle and says, um, I will see you tonight, Stafford. For our letter. Yes, I understood. Uh, Dorothy, Adelaide. Let us. And uh, Cody is headed to the front lines because he's a gregarious and sociable person with a flask of whiskey that never runs out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and the just only makes problem, you see ghosts. Just makes you see ghosts <laughs> while, you while get, you're drunk. If you get drunk. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And Cody's Cody's big thing, especially since he has realized, A, the downside of this thing, but also the upsides. Mm -hmm. So a lot of his stuff is like, as the sun is setting, and like a lot of the initial fighting that happens when the sun is up, um, 
yeah, he goes around and, you know, like, where's your coffee? Yeah, let me just top you up a little here. And just and he's just because he's a warrant officer first class. Uh, so he outranks all the enlisted men. Um, and he just he makes friends. He talks with them. He cares for them. He checks up on them. Um, right. Yeah. Well, and specifically for him, um, he's looking at with this is all the Englishmen. Uh, but he's still looking for the locals, you know, anybody who's uh, not really conscripted, but anybody who stayed behind in Ypres and said, fuck it, I'm going to fight the Germans and is there as an irregular or something like that. He's checking in with them. Like, what do you need? Are you OK? Because that's I mean, that's his uh, bloom. Uh, so he's he's there to to check up on people and also night is when ghosts come out in his head right um and he is more than happy to shoot and scare off uh ghosts um so that's kind of his like usual routine uh so today though he's gonna be asking questions of y'all seen anything out of the ordinary um and he really does throw on the y'all like he he becomes the american like stereotype uh farm boy trying to you know get information or at least nudge people into being his lookouts good thing makes sense to me Adelaide do you mm-hmm. mind watching over me for a little while sure um, as uh, things turn towards evening and we're closer towards the, the front um gonna find a little like a relatively out of the way spot to get a little fire going um and uh this is the ritual that you've seen before yeah we've done this before mm-hmm. um so as the fire is starting to go um uh dorothy's gonna throw like just some um wet trash on it to create a lot of smoke and then sort of it, and takes off her coat and sort of extends it over the fire and just leans into it so she's making a little smoke cut um, and then predictably she starts gasping and coughing um, and then with a whoosh the fire goes up and she sits up um, I'm going to spend four plasm so you Adelaide have four questions you may ask mm-hmm. um yeah, you want to roll for that, right? Yeah, it'll be synergy plus synergy. Synergy um, plus are you plus oracle? Plus oracle. Okay. Uh, you can use key on this if you like. Yeah. I do not know how to do that on the sheet. You will add a attribute. Yeah. What keys do you have? Oh, um, a manipulation to unlock my key of the rising waters or okay. whatever it is. Um, um, okay. And when this is done, like, what am I talking to? Uh, you were talking to um, Dorothy's ghost, effectively, but Dorothy's ghost has awareness for miles around, and you can ask for. I said four? Mm hmm. Can I spend four problems? Uh, yes, over the... It takes time, but yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, actually, the 
by unlocking the key, you get that many essence. Or you get a uh, shit. Uh, I've got it here. Free plasm equal to that attribute. Yeah. And, and that so can exceed your plasm. plasm. Yeah. And so, yeah, by, by unlocking it with that key, you get four plasm and can do it instantly. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so can I, and I'm not bound by restrictions here, so I can just add that on to the, so you have eight questions to ask about? The no, no, no. Okay, so four. I would use that in place of spending my own plasm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And you get the doom condition, unless well, you spend a point of will. We roll first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Exceptional success. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Figured that out afterwards. That's right. So we got three successes. So you can either take the doomed condition that goes with your key, or you can spend a point of willpower. Um, I think I will take the doomed condition that goes with my key. All right. You said that was deep waters. I have it here if you want me to read it. Mm -hmm. Sure. The next time your character would resolve. Or excuse me, replenish her willpower, gain only one willpower, and resolve this doom. Okay. So that's going to sit with you for a while until you uh, do your Major. root or Major. root or bloom. The, or the full one. We, yeah. Or we do a dumb supper. Also true. Yeah. That is, um, so yeah, you you feel this kind of click in your in your soul as you're stuff down underneath in the in the fumes and the in the smoke um and uh adelaide i think you you smell that telltale stench of death and ectoplasm um and um a, a depressed and and sort of breathless uh dorothy pulls herself back out and um yeah, you essentially get to ask questions of, of uh, Dorothy's ghost, who has gained knowledge from the beyond, essentially. Okay. Um, so there's no, like, limit as to what it knows? Sorry, I am learning this alongside. Yeah, just trying to figure out like if there is a limit on what sort of question you can ask. So there's the uh, oracle questions are listed on page 308. And then because I have the two dot version, there's an additional four, five, what, another eight questions that appear on page 115. So that would be one of the plasm that you have though, to do that. So you have three questions. If you use the plasm, you'll you'll spend one go. plasm to get those. Yeah, you spent your four free plasm to get four questions. If you want to spend one 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 additional plasm of your own reserves, oh. you can do the enhancement. Yeah, then I will do that. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, things like what is the biggest threat to me and mine? Who is most in need of our aid? Uh, who was guilty of crimes against the dead, what has been forgotten here, stuff like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to ask it, like, if there were any others like us in the area that we don't know about. Can't tell me that. Uh, there's a question on 308 that says, what here is most touched by death? 
Also, what is the range? Several miles. Yep. You essentially have turned your your own your own ghost into an oracle, mm-hmm. and you're channeling it. Uh, where is the second set of questions? Um, with the what condition three hundred eight. Yeah. It's on what? Four fifteen. One fifteen and three hundred eight. We got it in chat as well. Um, and for like group purposes, uh, I think we probably can all be gathered for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because like I haven't lifted any of these at all and was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sort of sprung that on everybody. Sorry. That's okay. No, no worries. worries. Who is guilty of crimes against the dead? Seems to be a good one, and goes towards what I'm trying to find. Um, Dorothy's mouth opens and um, I, th- I think Adelaide has seen her probably do this before we said that right and so in this familiar like uh, crackled like like her, her voice has already kind of got that like old lady tone to it um, and this is shredded by the smoke and everything like that and it almost croaks like a frog. Um, and mm. she starts listing off a bunch of names in German. And it's going to be right for a while. Yeah. It goes for a while. There's probably 20 or 30 names. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to write down as many as I can follow along with. Um, I feel like these are probably people in charge. Let's see. Hmm. Well, they all have a choice. Yeah, I'm looking. I guess it's true. We don't necessarily we we have some broad use for these questions. So yeah, like I like what has been forgotten here, just as a a thing to know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's super useful right now. Forgetting at what we're trying to find. <laughs> Cody, Cody kind of sits back because there's a question Cody always asks, uh, but he's like, "Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody else investigate first, come up with anything important." But okay. so, what's what's question two? Uh, and uh, we're gonna ask a little clarity real quick, and we're of course consulting the oracle so we can gain more information about those deaths. Or why we're being sent to the front line. Like, what is gotcha. coming? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Thank you. So if yes, I may make a suggestion, there's who is in most, uh, who is most in need of our aid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's the one Cody always asks. <laughs> um, this, because it, like, the, the, the sort of example answers here are not very clear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I think this, like, just, like, almost like word vomit of German names isn't like, but so helpful, but it does tell you something. And so the answer here is that uh, a breeze blows both ways. Protect yourselves and those who come to find you. 
feel like we've heard that one before. Uh, actually, I mean, talking about defending ourselves, um, Dorothy, what's the biggest threat to me and mine? And there's a bit of a snap um, in this, like, why would you make me repeat myself? I said a breeze blows both ways. And then Stafford says, if, if I can hmm, chime in with a little bit of poetic interpretation, I believe what they're suggesting is that uh, those we will encounter will be as much a threat to us uh, as they are some people we, are, we need to protect. And also that we could be a threat to ourselves in the course of whatever we end up doing. Oh, I was just thinking about mustard gas being blown by a wind into our lines or onto their lines. Fair enough. Suppose that's a more direct <laughs> explanation. <laughs> the Cody Stepper yeah, relationship the, is already the, established. The, the aura, the aura of the the oracle, I think, like is giving off. Like Stefford starts pontificating a little bit, and then you feel that that is not what she said. <laughs> And you remember that the runny nose. Yeah. From, from from yesterday. Yeah, I think I think the Germans are messing with mustard gas. Maybe something new. Oh, God. And to be fair, probably not just mustard gas, but. Right. But for Cody, that's just the. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're using a roto organophosphate insecticide. <laughs> Thank you, like Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Stefford back. Uh, Do we know if the Germans have a, a Geist unit? Uh, you have seen hints of ghosts and soldiers with purposes that don't make sense, um, but you have not encountered an enemy bound at this point. Okay. What if they're working on a Twilight version of Mustard? And we have a fourth question. Mm -hmm. Puppy dog. I think it was one to get the condition and then three, three to get three questions. Craig already spent the additional. Oh, you said okay, gotcha. Cool. Yes, yeah, I was going to go with um, what here has gone on the scene. There's something we've missed. Um, her hand just points up to the edge of the trench. Um and said dead in the muck slow oh so slow but close oh so close okay and her well, eyes pop back to normal and she kind of wakes up um and has a coughing spasm I assume yeah a bit of a coughing spasm um and you see uh off a little bit down the line, someone turning on a searchlight. Towards us or out towards the... Out towards No Man's Land. Gotcha. Yeah, so Cody, like, leans over, gives gives Dorothy a hug and that, like, kiss to the cheek that you give your grandmother and goes, thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I want to do what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to set up a boneyard. Okay. 
How long does that take? I'm pretty sure it's based on plasm. And just while we're looking at the uh, business side, there's a standing request from Dorothy that any, you know, skulls you recover um, or heads you recover come back to her. Mm. Um, it is an instant action to raise the boneyard. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. You just spin plasma to make it work, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you still have to roll synergy plus boneyard. Yeah. Yep. Every, every haunt needs to be activated with a roll of synergy plus haunt rating. And, and then like and unlock the to use a key if you wish. What keys do you have, if you recall? Um, did I? I wrote this somewhere. If it has a resonance to the area, you can use it for free. I have the key of chance and the key of cold wind. A uh, key of cold wind is resonant currently. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll use that one. Sweet. No doomed. Hell yeah. So you get to add resolve. So it'll be synergy, boneyard, and resolve. Uh, and that'll give you three plasm from your resolve. You unlock it. Okay, so I can unlock it and then just spend the three to make it big. Is that how this works? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the size of a big house. So, yeah, I wanted to get like us and a little ways out to the no man around us. Yep. So I'd probably turn this on like approaching the trench. That's good. Do you have uh one? one. Is this correct? Five? That is correct. Boneyard and synergy plus three resolve. Sounds good. Uh four successes, excellent. Um and so you uh you how do you sort of imagine yourself channeling the boneyard? Especially uh, with the cold wind. It's very much like, like I feel like sort of casting is very much like a prayer. Mm-hmm. Just sort of hands clasped in front of you and just praying and willing this into a sort of sanctified land. Sure. Like it's not from like any particular church, it is mine. But um, if I can, especially with the cold wind, because the the keys definitely add additional layers of flavor onto your onto your yeah, powers. Very much um, just like a. You think as you you breathe, breathe. Out, yeah, and you just continue breathing for for a while, and it's a little bit of almost like a smoke machine coming out of your mouth uh, as it suffuses the area. Um, and we will find out what's in the boneyard when we get back from our break. Yay! Oh shit! Um, More coffee time. So give yourself a drink or a snack or whatever. We're going to go rehydrate ourselves and uh, we'll be back for some more spooky shit. Um, YouTube, you won't even notice us. Twitch guys will be back in just a sec. Yes. So um, when we left off, uh, Adelaide had just breathed a nice cold breeze around to activate her bone yard. Um... So the bound's consciousness suffuses the haunted landscape. The walls imperceptibly shudder and shake as if they were breathing. Uh, plasm in the environment seeps into inanimate objects, infusing them with a small amount of the Sin Eater's awareness and allowing them to move with a life of their own. 
Um, That's not going to freak out the boys in the trenches at all. I mm. know it did all that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard is, the part about is, that lets you know what's going control. on in your land. It's moving. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, visually spooky. Uh, all, yeah. of, all of your haunts are called haunts for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if anywhere was going to be haunted, this would be it. So yeah. it tracks. Yeah. Uh, so your effect here is that you gain perfect awareness of the layout and architectural details of the area they control. Um, characters within the boneyard cannot hide their presence or location from the sin eater. Uh, supernatural beings attempting to use magic to hide themselves must make a clash of wills against the bound. Uh, so let's go ahead and roll that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what am I rolling for that? Synergy plus boneyard. Synergy plus boneyard. It's not great. That's only nope. two. Can I spend a willpower? You absolutely can. Um. Actually, what's the duration? For for and huh? what's, up? what's the duration of boneyard? Because that would factor in, right? Oh, that's a long time, right? That is what I'm looking for. Uh, oh, yeah, it's probably in the haunt condition. Oh, that's fucked. Actually, it doesn't have a duration. As long as you're in the area. Because it ends when okay. you yeah, leave, fall unconscious, or die. Or if you're confronted with your guy's span or bang. Okay, so I'm just going to roll five. Um, why don't you take a plus three to it? Well, then. I don't know what what. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, this this thing looks weird to me. Hmm. So because it's in dark mode. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what dark. Says, Adelaide Martin Five. rolls two six. Rolling six Five. equals six. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now I can see all the words that make this make sense. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Ah, okay. I'm a bad DM. I haven't given myself uh, macros yet, so oh no, just have this and one success. So you definitely win. Um, okay. Yeah, you are aware there are several. By several, I mean ten. There, there are well, you know, explicitly there are fifteen beings. Um, which takes your it takes your awareness a, a second to get around what you're seeing, um, what you're what you're sort of uh, understanding. Um, they appear to be ghosts with bodies, but not bound or possessing or like. Just ghosts that are solidly here. Uh, possessing. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna relay that. Do not to feel like bound. Gonna relay that to Cody, especially because he's the one who took off. So um. Just... Yeah, and yeah, you shout this up to Cody, and Cody, as you kind of crest over top of the 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 edge of the trench to to get a look, you see as the 
the spotlight turns to to kind of drag across this area because they saw something happen. Um, you see this thing in the shape of a body, um, but but bloated and hideous as the sun, as the as the light crosses across it, and as it drags across a, a bit of barbed wire, it starts leaking like a balloon with a small hole in it, uh, and you suddenly smell uh, chemical, burning chemical smell on the air. Oh. Cool. Okay. Um. Um, and at that moment, um, sensing that the, the, the jig is up, um, these things push up off the ground and uh, what were the we played Life for Dead, you know, the, the like the like Belcher mm-hmm. boomers types. Yeah, it's got it's got that vibe. Ooh. Like um, they're, these are like Ooh, bloated, yeah. inflated corpses, uh, leaking, leaking, leaking gas and, and charging uh, into our line, <laughs> into your life. A Diablo two corpulent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All my favorites. Uh, and, and, and down the line, you see that uh, some some men have popped up and have, have riddled one with holes and it falls down into the trench and just pops. Healing gas. Uh, uh, I mean, I can put a condition on them. Um, can I try oh, to make no. them shaken? Yeah, so each each one of those will be a, a roll. Or rather, an instant action. Yeah, basically, I want to try to find whichever one is in front and mm-hmm. slow it down. Okay. It's synergy and boneyard again to try to yep. impose a condition. They get to contest it though. Yeah, they roll uh, composure, uh, composure plus synergy and synergy. Okay, so yeah, just the one, whichever one was sure. first gets okay. shaken. Okay. And in and, and, and line with the boneyard, it like, this blast of cold air hits it and the, the gas is blown back in a big streaming, <laughs> almost like when someone lights a flare and it's that big, like, pillared, uh, blast of smoke kind of kind of shooting off and it is, yeah. is being blown away and slowed down in there like empty of of feeling or um or malice or anything they're just sort of stuck there um let's go ahead and roll initiative um, right. and just an fyi because you unlocked that uh, haunt with a key. It doesn't look like it works for a Clash of Wills, but on the subsequent using Boneyard, you get to continue to use your uh, your dexterity or resolve, whatever you use to unlock it with. Chris, how long is uh, Crow Girl's Kiss take to use? Is it a ritual? Oh, yes! 
Oh, yeah, I got a 10. Nice. Yes. You know what's about uh, to so happen. I just click. You just click initiative. It'll do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You all know what's about to happen. You better. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm over here and I'm going to be yelling at these folks. You need to handle that problem out there. <laughs> yep. You, you know what's about to happen because I am going to read for you the key of blood or an important thing from the key of blood. Uh, resonance. When situations spiral out of control, the key of blood is at its strongest. If the bound finds himself in a violent situation that wasn't premeditated or intended, the resonance of the key applies. Oh, trust me, I have yeah. two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't understand this mm -hmm. number. The six? Mm -hmm. You rolled a one, and then you added yes. your five. So you have a total Sorry. of six. Yeah, but I have three points and fast reflexes as well. Oh, go to your settings, and there should be a fast reflexes spot at the bottom, mm -hmm. and you will add that. You'll bump that up to three. So in this case, yeah. you have a nine. Okay, and it says initiative five on the bottom of my page, but because that is your plus five bonus. Okay. Now it says eight. All right. Good. Uh, I just need an initiative from Greg. Right. You don't. I don't need to click a token or anything. Nope. Oh. I have to go third. <laughs> Way to go. Sweet. Cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, around you, people have popped up in a horror, and, and this, it's kind of like a line across... A uh, hundred yards or so that they're approaching. Mm -hmm. um, Going for widespread so damage, you, kind of thing. You, you'll only have to contend with a couple of them, not just uh, immediately, at least, um, for the for the sake of mm -hmm. you know things and stuff like that. Uh, and you can hear various reactions of horror and uh, you know the ways people respond to fear. Um, either violence or flight um, and uh, especially as the gas starts blending down into the trenches and stuff like that it'll be wild uh, so yeah uh, Stafford alright so what happens is um, the audience can see um, Stafford put on a kind of uh, um, cynical smile because he's shocked so quickly and um, his eye the, the the silver shards appear in his irises again because in this particular situation right there's no way he could possibly refuse <laughs> jagged shards desire to vent his rage uh, and so yeah as uh, Stafford's instant action for this for his turn uh, he's going to vent the rage. Uh, he's going to unlock the key of blood because I believe it's resonant here, considering it's an unexpected violent situation. But you can tell me if I was wrong in assuming you're, that. You're very correct. All right, excellent. And then let's see. I think that's correct. So I synergy, and then I also click presence. And I have a picture for y'all as well. Oh, sweet. So 
what he's going to do is uh, he's going to, because he has three points in rage, he's going to take advantage of Maelstrom. I'm going to roll, see what happens, but I am going to declare that he's going to enhance it with two plasm for, um, so that his next attack is not just a ranged attack, but it's also a medium burst autofire attack. So um, there's going to be a tremendous flood of rage and um, a, uh, a discordant howl erupting from his body and char improvised items and anything that's shard shaped and jagged that's around him is going to get pushed towards uh the oncoming horde to rend them so let me roll i think this is right resonance rage excellent normal come on it's resonant give me that three successes no mods. Yes! That's an exceptional success, baby! Means to get some plasma back. Uh, so I'm going to spend total of two net plasm because I get four free from unlocking the key of blood. Mm-hmm. And then I spend two for the enhancement to uh, increase it. Black iron. Yep. Let's see. I get black iron blade. Oh! You know what? I'll, I'll spend a total of four plasm. Wait, no, I can't. I can only spend three. Mm. You can spend three outside of your... Because you use the key. Yeah. How many dots in the in the key do you have? I have three the dots key in the key. Three? Yeah. So you have three plasm you get for free, which don't count against your spending limit. Okay, gotcha. And then because you have synergy three, you can also spend an additional three of your own storage. Yeah. If you wish. Yeah, I would just... Um... So you could spend up to six total on this in one turn. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, including the free? Mm-hmm. Including the free. Yeah, okay. the the free. Gotcha. Bypass. So yeah, meaning that which, which I spend would, those. You'd be maxing it out right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just it was observing that um, with Black Iron Blade, I could inflict the status condition in addition to the medium burst auto fire. But, so I'm not going to be able to use both enhancements. That's, that's what I confirmed. Mm-hmm. So. What? Right. Because my synergy allows me to spend three in the turn. And then unlocking the key allows me to spend um, for free an amount equal to the attribute linked to it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So six. So did I understand that correctly? Yeah, so, so you've got that six. Like, so that's that's six, right? Or six? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, you I'm only confused. took the rage. I did not. I did not grok that you only took three dots of rage. Oh, gotcha. Because you only have three, right? Yes. I just want to make sure I did. Did I make a mistake? I'm, I understood that nope, aspect. You're good. Yes, I understand. Oh, okay. You only have the one haunt. Oh, yes, 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 exactly. I only have the one haunt. Yeah, that's right. So, you're good. I spent oh, my two plasm. Choose how you wish to spend. And you're good. Cool, great. Yeah, so the um, I can spend two. I could spend three, but I don't have really anything to spend it on. So, I spend two plasm um, to make my next ranged attack a medium burst auto fire attack. Okay, and that comes from Maelstrom. Yes, comes from Maelstrom. Yes, the enhancement Maelstrom. Exactly. Yep. Cool. And I'll move. I'll move close enough so that um, I can get the medium burst to encompass as many of the approaching corpulence as possible. And of course, I'll leave that up to you to adjudicate what makes sense. Thank I would you. say y- y'all are engaged with three of them. Okay. Cool. And, Works for me. And close enough range for it to matter. All right. Excellent. Okay. Um, and. So how does how does this look as this rage overtakes you? 
Especially uh, with key of blood. Yeah, with the key of blood. Uh, so uh, let's see. You know when um, someone looks incredibly frustrated, right? And they tense all their muscles, right? And a lot of there's a lot of prominent vascularity. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when the maelstrom uh, occurs and he's um, enhancing the rage, and the key of blood appears, is you can see the blood in his vessels. So it doesn't look like um, like blood has erupted from his flesh, sure. but it looks as though his blood vessels are now translucent, and so you can see the blood flowing all over him. Um, and uh, when he plants himself and and um, and uh, vents the rage and the maelstrom is appearing, uh, it looks like um, what would be cool. Hmm. I mean, pulling on your geist, there's bloodied shards of mirrors yeah. sort of floating around his fists. That sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Cool. Um, and then you're you sort of have climbed up and positioned yourself on the edge or are you waiting for them to come down or uh, no prepared to okay. engage this burst cool. so okay. yep we'll hit you back on the next word next round sounds good that. to me yep um you'd think that two monitors would be enough to run a game but... no you definitely need like um, four yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like I could have 12 and still run those um the Craig Okay, um, I don't remember specifically. Just, just for flavor, um, Dorothy yells out, but her voice is um, noticeably different. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the voice of a battlefield commander in, you know, in the midst of a fight, um, with a slightly like with, with a noticeably masculine tone, and she yells out, "Guys, or uh, ga- masks, or clear the trench." Um, and mm-hmm. then she. Uh, and shoulders um, her rifle, which notably has a much longer bayonet um, <laughs> than this standard issue. And uh, she'll climb up um, out of the trench and uh, rush forward to the closest one of these. Sure. I'm going to lean on her geist for weaponry three. Oh, okay. Remembrance traits. <clears throat> How long does that last? Uh, scene, I think. Scene. Is that right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Um, and I just do I mark it off temporarily and then mm-hmm. and you gain the echoes condition. Just uh, it... you're you're bad at doing that thing in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so weaponry weaponry and strength. Is that accurate? Uh yeah. Okay. Um can I uh Q doesn't apply to mundane rules like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see what I can do. I'll do three the part. Uh, Ooh. Remember defense, though. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. These things are not defending. Mm-hmm. They have a goal, and them getting pierced is a good thing. So Yes. Uh, um, yeah, and Dorothy's goal is just to pierce it as far away from the trench as possible. Yeah, so you you scramble up, action grandma, and just like completely <laughs> yeah. go to go to stab this thing as you would, like, like I think fight. in the heat of the moment, as you would a, 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 a living soldier, right? Thinking yeah. that one stab and put him down, and you just go straight through it. The 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 inflated corpse and chest cavity just like caves in. And this big burst of cloud 
just pours out of this thing as it crumples and falls to the ground. Um, and as the uh, as the smoke both like washes over you, you have a, a moment where you see this shriveled husk of a ghost, like essentially sitting inside of its own corpse. Oh, oh. Uh, and I need you to roll. What do we roll for? Is it just st- straight up stamina for Toxic stuff? Double stamina. Double stamina. I believe. I'm double checking. Sources of harm. Uh, poison character rolls stamina plus resolve minus toxicity each time the poison inflicts damage. Um, so it is going to be minus three. Um, I'll spend a willpower to cancel for minus three. Okay. Cool. Cool. Each success reduces damage by one. What's the toxicity? Uh, would have been three. Okay, so down to one. Okay. Is that um, um, lethal or aggravated? Is uh, lethal. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Dorothy started yelling gas, gas, gas. That kind of was his initial plan, but if that's already handled, um... I mean, she kind of just yelled it. If you want to try and, like, oh, actually, command, yeah, like, like, as an action, like, get people to do something, then, then that could be a role. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is what I'm debating back and forth on. Um, Actually, um, yeah, for the the folks who are staying behind, either because they're throwing on masks or they're just not leaving, um, I, I think he's actually going to exhort them into uh, dropping these things before they get to the trenches. And yeah, uh, still going to be a kind of command thing. Mm-hmm. Um I think you can roll. Um, I was leaning into empathy, if that's okay. Okay. Um, just the like. I mean, it's this. Yeah, empathy is fine. Yeah, is also fine. Yeah, to use the 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 reference you made earlier, this is the Gandalf move, right? Of yeah. like, it's cool. We got this. We got this. Don't mind the flying shards of mirror out there. It's okay. We have this. Um, and kind of relying on the idea that he's he's a guy who's been in the trenches. They've seen him kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And nope, none of my specializations apply. Cool. So yeah, just ye old presence plus empathy. Or two successes. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I think you, you notice you have a, just out of your corners of your eye, you notice you have an effect on them. They, they stand a little straighter, they get those gas masks on, and they start firing. And you see a couple of these things dropping before they really get within range of, of right. getting to, to the boys. Exactly. Hey, with your boneyard, can you control the weather in the area? Mm-mm. Okay. Not yet. Can you have like a chilling breeze sweep the gas away from our lines right now? I can affect the things in the area. The small poltergeist things. It specifically yeah. calls out, you can't do anything that would actually cause damage, but if someone has their hand in a garbage disposal... Mm-hmm. But you could, for example, raise like a berm between us and the gas. Not right? yet. No. You could, no. like okay. knock a coffee cup off a table. Right. Okay. Yeah. Little, little poltergeisty things. Four dots. Yeah, okay. Four dots. You get the earthquake weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're doing some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, and if you want to take a a, a shot, we'll cool with that. Oh, okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, Dorothy has caved one in and is surrounded by gas and you've got two other like bearing down on on you and uh you and stefford at the sort of juncture of the of the trenches and here's the best thing i don't have to worry about defense i got a lee enfield rifle sir mm-hmm. hey. nice. only six successes <laughs> only with the four no. damage on it you uh yeah you pull the trigger and it hits right in the kneecap and bolt and pull and hit the other kneecap and this thing just drops and just like stay up there yeah (laughs) (laughs) love it awesome um adelaide okay i was looking at my ability i don't know if i can use very that on these things i think that might be too big it says you can use the number of plasm spent in Mm -hmm. size so five size is people size. Yeah, I need to spend five plasm, which I can't. It says cost one to three. Yeah, uh, there's a add-on later that lets you do bigger objects. Okay, so I could only spend more if I had a viable key, and I don't know that the key of chance applies here. Uh, and notably, you would still be limited to the one to three. Yeah, the power itself is limited at this point until you get an enhancement. Uh because Marionette has... It's the... You can need three dots. Yeah, it lets you do two times plasma spin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, it comes Marionette plus Marionette. 2x. Holy shit. Yeah, it's it's wild. So at that point, things. one plasm would give you shout human size. Caster has done yeah. big ah. things with this. <laughs> yeah, uh, but up until that, you can do like the second one lets you throw multiple objects. Mm-hmm. They still have to be small. Yep, but I mean, size size three is a. Uh, that's a sword. Like yeah, that's a rifle. Yeah, that's a rifle or a sword or something. You can straight up just like. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, can I a bayonet like a. Yeah, like Spear. throw something at it to hit it because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. have any weapon abilities. <laughs> Adelaide draws back her little nurse coat, and there's just old knives and bayonets just tucked in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely a thing. Uh, that's where that we are on a battlefield. Oh, yeah. There is yeah. 
an unattended scrap mm-hmm. piece of metal that is about to yeah. fling itself at this one remaining guy. Excellent. I like the aesthetic though of having a like an iron skirt underneath your nurse's skirt. <laughs> You're not hurting any of my patients. Um, yeah, so you can roll right. uh, synergy plus marionette. Um, and I'm gonna spend a willpower. Two successes. Okay. I don't know what the damage would be on this. It activates. Well, it activates, right? So you string it up. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I'll I'll go ahead and let you. Um, uh, Technically, the this en- is a, it's an instant action to get grab an object with it. So and I mean, then the okay. enhancement that you okay. to fling multiple objects is a reflexive action. Uh, she only has one dot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Shutting up. Sorry. <laughs> cool. So, uh, so yeah, you sort of you can flavor how how you do it specifically, but there is a, a tangible, actual marionette string of ectoplasm from you to a big scrap of sharp metal, uh, and and you're like, <laughs> I'm imagining like winding it up like a like fucking getting ready to throw it essentially, like a bull um, roar. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And uh, can I attack with it this turn? So it's an instant uh, action to grab it. Me come back to you because I did. I did make Ralph wait too, um, with the full instant action on that, on the power activation. Um, but yeah, this thing is like hovered up over your shoulder, ready to be ghostly eaten. Um, and uh, I'm just going to. Pull a book out and pull a, a thing out of uh, Blades in the Dark and tell y'all that I've got a clock. <laughs> sure. And one out of four sections is now Bill. Sure. Um, as these things get closer and you start hearing some, some screams as like on either side down towards the end they've started getting in and uh, hurting some folks, but uh, especially the ones that could like hear Drew's orders seem to be doing okay. And they're taking out a couple in the fields and stuff like that. Uh, back to Ralph. Eddie, cool. So, uh, fortunately, with Milestrom, you can make attacks from 30, yep. 30 yards away. So, um, as soon as he's able to see them, right? Yeah, the the channeled Milestrom that was uh, at his call before he unleashes. And um, jagged, scintillating shards from the muck rise up and fly towards them. So let me make an attack. There are uh, three targets you can hit currently. Sweet. Excellent. And that's what a medium burst will do. So hell yeah. Get plus two on this. And uh, get... I spent four uh, to activate the raid so I could count plus for all two, four. Plus two, but then it costs... The- Gives you a minus one per extra target, so it essentially washes out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's what a short burst does. Oh. You can either get oh, okay. the plus mm-hmm. three or, yeah. Oh, multiple really? Multiple targets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. It, uh, maybe I misunderstood what a medium burst does. Is, does then. Am I, mm-hmm. I might be wrong. I'm pulling it up real quick. Because now I had to learn what a short burst was a lot for. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Plus minus one penalty per target after the first. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, 
it, it could wash out. Okay, that's totally fine. What? You can do uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's okay with me. Happy to do it. Alrighty. So, do that, and then I get to roll with Plasm. So, Brawl is going to be four. Dex Brawl. I'll roll three attacks. Let me check one thing. Oh, does it cost um, extra actions to enhance the power again? Uh, it's a reflexive, reflexive action to add an Sweet. enhancement. Okay, great. Then I will, um, for two plasm, add uh, another enhancement. Add Black Iron Blade. Can you add it when you already have it going? Mm -hmm. Enhancements uh, yeah, are can... added as a reflexive action. Well, so you can activation add... because Boneyard specifically calls out that you can add them on to an active Boneyard. Oh, really? I thought it was um, that was something you can do each time. Like, um... Let me see. Yeah, I mean, in, in the specific entry for... Enhancements, uh, enhancement. unless otherwise specified, enhancements may be added to an already active haunt. Okay, cool. Yep. Sweet. Uh, so I will add knockdown because that's okay. what we want to do. Stop them from getting close. Sounds good. So even if I don't, if I succeed in hitting them and I don't kill them immediately, then you get knocked down. Alrighty, so three attacks. So I spent that extra plasma. Get it. Something back. And I'll roll three attacks. It quit correctly. Brawl. There we go. Great. First one. Oh, do they have a um? What's their defense? Armbat. All right. Sounds good. One attack. Sweet. Second attack. Oh yeah, it's good. This one. Cool. And so the damage is because of the raise condition. I think is strength plus four, so it's five um, base damage. Okay. Yep. So Good I guess enough. that's sweet. Yep, and knockdown. There we These go. These things are not uh, particularly hardy. I feel no. like they're cool. designed to explode. Designed to explode. Yes, correct. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So these like bloody shards of mirrors, just you sort of just punch out with them, and. Uh, I think they, they mix with the, the cold wind blowing through the boneyard and shit has gotten extra, extra, extra spooky at this point um, as just they just rip through these th these three abominations and big plumes of, of gas start pouring up. And it's, it's interesting because you've seen gas and it is normally heavier than air and some of this is being lifted oh, away and, yeah. and, and signaled and stuff like that and. Let's see uh -huh. if I can make a kind of discordant uh, howl. <laughs> um, yeah, yelling, yelling weird shit is a free action. <laughs> Sweet. Did you hear that? Uh, okay, just no. a little bit. Okay. It was mostly muffled. It, it made a sound. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was trying very hard to not <laughs> yeah, let it happen. Like, oh, we, yeah. We right, refuse. Well. <laughs> All right. Uh, I could hear it. An attempt was made. <laughs> No worries, it's fine. Yeah, we're moving on. Imagine I did something cool, everybody. YouTube might hear it. Awesome. <laughs> um, oh, Craig. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, Dorothy, you are uh, a little disoriented, completely enveloped in opaque yellow gas, um, coughing a little bit, but but having withstood the effects so far. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I am. So having learned from her first, um, not mistake necessarily, first experience, uh, can she cut the legs out from one as opposed to setting off a full, full, full blown explosion? Is that a combat option? Sure. You're okay. charging. You, yeah, you kind of push push through enough to be able to see and spot your next one and, and <laughs> charge off. I'm kind of wondering if um, if I should be engaging a shroud here to avoid the lethal chemical it's damage. Help. It's helpful. Take um, it close enough. Nah, there's no downside. Is that an instant action or is that... Uh, activating all okay. her in mm-hmm. all right so she in the midst of the coughing she's just kind of and then vomits out plasm that just sort of flows out and around and coats her cool. um i've got a roll first okay got a roll mm-hmm. oh that's cool it, you literally don't need to eat sleep or breathe yeah i was like i remember stepping the stealthy one but oh, okay yeah that is and I, later i can fly um so Shroud and Synergy will see if that works. Seems important. I'll throw a willpower at it. Oh. Um, is uh, critical failure a a thing here? Ooh. They all have explicit ones for it. I, yeah. think, I, will, I think I will take one. Okay. Yeah. You go for it to bomb, vomit forth this this plasm to, to give yourself a shield. And I think the Centurion, having just seen you uh, breathe in this poison, uh, does not allow this. Um, doesn't doesn't want to protect you. Doesn't want to have to deal with that poison. Instead, has a better idea of how to protect you, and that plasm just sort of goes all the way around you, and he pulls you um, through that connection that you have, like body spiritual connection, and you just feel a yank and a little pop, and suddenly the world around you is through a dark tinted haze. Oh shit. Um everything feels like a copy of a copy or a reflection through a mirror. So uh, am I in twilight? You are in twilight for the rest of the scene. <laughs> okay. He was much oh. nicer, much nicer than the dramatic <laughs> failure state of the shroud. Yeah, um, it's um it will kill you. Hey, <laughs> what? Yeah, the dramatic, uh, the dramatic is, failure is the plasm solidifies on your face. You can't see, hear, or breathe, and you will suffocate unless you clear the ooze away. <laughs> yeah, I was a shroud. I was reading call. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah, that was sounding fi- yeah, very familiar. You you're just choking on the ooze, and then you can pull it out. I mean, yeah, you it's lose not an bad. action. So yeah, hmm. one way or another, you're out of the action for a round. I like mine better. Yeah, that's fine. I'm call is better. I know. <laughs> Alright, I was in there reading the call the whole time. I was like, okay, um, that's cool. 
Good stuff. And that's what they like almost the same, right? Yeah, yeah and it yeah, still spins your plasm. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, Cody, you see, uh, it's your next, right? Yep. Yeah, you see, you see Grandma Dottie run across, getting ready to like swoop up on somebody, and the that plasm like goes over her face, and then suddenly she just gets, uh, and you can see in Twilight. Yep. <laughs> and you just see her. <laughs> looking around, trying to trying to get her bearings. You're like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> I can see the target yeah. a bit easier now, thanks, Dorothy. <laughs> the boys that were all sort of pushing up and engaging with these things don't see her. Right. And just see her get yanked away with some ghostly shit and uh, start screaming horrifically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's going to put on his, uh, his, his, his officer voice. Um, he's, he's been practicing, um, and, uh, but his, his focus here is actually, hang on. Do we have any immediate, like, targets in the cone? Kind of sort of in y'all's, of in y'all's territory? Mm-hmm. No, but okay. like close enough still to be, to be engaged with. Yes. Okay. Like the point is you can start helping others. Right. No, uh, in that make case. effects of the attack less bad right cody is less concerned about telling them to calm down and keep firing yeah. he's just going to be like all right that's going to be a problem for later and he's just going to keep firing so anyways you keep blasting yep um uh da, 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 da. oh dexterity and firearms is already selected sweet and one for socialization cool Blah. yeah you hit one like right right in the dome um, uh, and but he's basically he's making that shot and he's going to start moving down towards. Sounds great. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, at this point, like more than half of them have been taken out, um, both by y'all and by the, the rest of the boys. Right. Um, Sweet. Adelaide. Um, yeah, I'm just very quickly moving down the line i want to try to attack i don't know what the range on this is uh like how far can i the the thing moves at a speed equal to your synergy plus marionette so it moves kind of on the slow side until you throw it uh, at which point uh, range is as a thrown weapon. Yeah, I don't have any weapons, and I don't know what the stat I would be using is to attack with. Uh, synergy plus stuff, marionette. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find range for thrown weapons. Armor, melee. Um, add dex to it because I think it's cool. I think you're doing a cool thing and I want you to succeed at it. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and roll this and then we can figure out what the yeah. stats on this piece of shrapnel are. I mean, generally, these things are set up to die in one hit. So, fine. Makes sense.
Nope. So yeah, I feel like it's probably just very like a, a, a frisbee toss, and it, it yeah, it, it comes up a little short, and you're just like ah, shit. All right, um, I will like, say as you as you run towards that one side, you you do see that um, towards the side that you I I'm going to say you split off to cover ground, um, and so Dorothy and um, Stafford. off to one side and you've kind of gone to the other uh, the side you have gone to has been a, a little worse for wear and you can see uh, some people like stumbling to put on gas masks while the, the, the this death gas has been seeping down into the stuff near you uh, so an option for heroics and, and healing and stuff like that in the future for you cool um and that's everybody for the round, right? Mm-hmm. Adelaide is last um, before the baddies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I will tick off another box on my clock. And um, at this point, the the ones that have had been slowed down and stuff like that... Um, are now approaching the edges of the trench. Um, people are starting to have to make choices about jumping down into the trench and, and backing off or going in with bayonets and stuff uh, and finding out the hard way that that's not maybe the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's there's starting to be a lot more chaos. Um, Stafford. All right. You know what he's up to. Do it again. Yeah. Blasting through that plasma, huh? Blast. Yep, yep, yep. He is going to spend two more to enhance for a medium burst. Mm-hmm. And he's going to fire off three attacks just to be before. First one. Ooh, yeah, second one. Here we go. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, you noticed that Cody has gone one way, and I think naturally go the other, and you just sort of uh, almost this, like, sweeping, like, undercut sort of thing, like, almost like a fucking, like, airbender move, and just this, like, <laughs> low sling. Like, yeah, yeah, this low slinging, like, <laughs> blast of glass just flies down like just above the trenches where all these things are like getting ready to like crawl down on some of them have like lost legs and stuff like that they're like just mindlessly sort of crawling forth yeah Uh, I bet tear them them just marines sweet is done um Dorothy welcome out of twilight Rick, you're in Twilight. Um, yeah. So, can I see ghosts here? Yeah, I mean, you can you see ghosts see at all ghosts. times. No, yeah. I mean, like, can I interact with the ghosts that are driving these corpses? Uh, yeah, I would say from from your perspective in Twilight, um, because I mean, you do naturally see both, but from this perspective, I think you more see the ghosts rather than the bodies, and okay. you can see that they have been 
essentially stitched inside of the bodies. That's unfortunate. Crimes against the dead. Yep. Yep. So there's as much a victim here as... This is an actual ceremony written into the Dark Era. It's Oh, shit. Whoa. That's terrible. Welcome to World Um, War I. Is there a quick way for me to um, see if I can undo that stitching? Or is it just, am I going to have to kill these ghosts? Well, killing a ghost is not as dramatic a thing. Yeah. Right, but Dorothy would see these things as victims. Yeah. Um, Attacking them would break the stitches and they'd be able to like sort of reform if they got essence and stuff. Um, and you have the you have the idea that it would essentially stop them from piloting the, the corpse. Um, if you want to do a non-violent way, uh, I am open to hearing what you want. Uh, we said something about World War One being terrible. Yeah, and that was that was the last thing I heard. Um, Dorothy tried to make a strength plus crafts roll, a combat crafts roll, combat crafts, <laughs> combat knitting to nice. stitch this ghost. Oh hell and, yeah! Uh, she failed though. Oh yeah. Right. I, do you want to? Do you want to take a dramatic failure? Um, Which I'm second one. It was second one. one? Yeah, uh, I'm really double down on this. I am tempted. Do it. Entice me. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Um, I will let you free this ghost. <laughs> this is this is absolutely leading into advocate. That is absolutely uh-huh. something that that Dorothy would do. Okay. So I'll take the dramatic failure in exchange for freeing the ghost. Okay. The ghost is free. The and dramatic Dorothy's failure gone. is yeah. You are you are no longer free. You are now. Uh, essentially this thing you you go and you cut that first stitch and this mm-hmm. thing just like turns its head all the way around <laughs> and, uh, like, and in so German and, yeah. in German yeah. uh, I will tell Craig what it says it said why would you stop me from my glorious purpose hmm. uh, and then grabs you by both wrists and just like pulls you like like yanking you into a, a coat <laughs> like a straight sure. jacket yanks you into this corpse and you you personally are still in the in twilight but you are uh sort of locked in this attached to this thing now do do i have control over this thing no okay and so that might be a clash of wills later autopilot at this point (laughs) i'm a ghost Um, puppet inside yeah yeah, go ahead and make a clash of wills for me (laughs) oh sure yeah that's that's Um, that'll be well um synergy plus what What am I rolling? Just synergy? You know, I had uh, this thought <laughs> earlier when I was reading the rules and I never figured it out. Um, synergy was manipulation. I mean, she does do the whole... How about uh, because it's it's a team effort? How about because it's a team effort? Synergy plus uh, rank of your Geist. Which sure. Is three, or you have Dread Geist of four. Is that right? Um, yeah. Okay. Hey, hey. Yeah. 
Only one. So am I in control? You are in control. Guess where I'm going. It's probably very <laughs> awkward. Uh, yeah, Cody, from, from, from your perspective, you see this happen because you can you can look into Twilight and you just. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing in there? Get out of there. And, and I'm, I'm guessing you turn and run away. Run towards the German okay. line. Yeah. OK. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> this is why Kristen didn't read any German notes. Soldiers oh or God. the corpulence? Um, well, the, the corpulence are going to take any damage from the gas. All right. Um, so I'm thinking. Can I gas to... them with their own. I'm going to gas them with their with their own weapon. Is um, a way to I would just I would wait. say you realize that the gas has been essentially cooking this corpse from the inside out caustically. That okay, you've, you've got. A couple rounds of running, you're not going to make it all the way to the German lines. Okay, then I'm just getting as far away from our boys right. as I can. Cool. Find a nice little foxhole to just drop yourself into and just leave this yeah. body here. Yeah, like a little depression or um, 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 artillery shell. Yeah, and in, in sort of this very weird way of you being in twilight, but stuck physically inside this thing, you notice a couple things of how this thing is put together. And you notice that there are, and you can kind of feel them in this very weird way because you have essentially been fettered, right? Like you've got control, but you're essentially fettered. And you can tell that there is a gas mask that is stitched onto the face of the corpse. Ah. Uh, and deep in the pit of your stomach, you feel this solid bulge and you realize that it is a, it's the gas canister, literally just a canister they've shoved inside this thing. And oh my gosh. Yeah, this ritual's fucked. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as soon as I read it, I'm like, I'm doing this like episode one, baby. <laughs> Seven tone. Uh, and then leaned into my advocate route at yeah, great yeah. risk to myself. Oh, yeah. You can refill will, all of your stuff. Well, but one will power. So you get one. But I will, yeah, clear the yeah. doom condition. And, Excellent. Uh, cool. Nice. Classic Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know how I got here. Get up here. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Cody. Uh, yeah, there was a moment where Cody was like bringing up the rifle to just like shoot the body. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, no, I see what she's doing. <laughs> OK. <laughs> 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 All right. Because uh, Cody I just imagine the debrief later. How did you manage to be in control of one? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> no, no, no. It just worked out. What are we supposed to say about yeah. It? <laughs> and, Dor- uh, and Cody is very like, as we mentioned at the start, it's very kind of chill about people dying. It's not a pleasant ex- thing, but he's never like tried to save any Geist, any Bounds life. It's like, no, no, no. There's living people here. Maybe the, the right ghost he'll try to save, but like Bound dying. Sorry, man. We'll get back up again. It's yeah. fine. And it's like somebody else will die, but everybody dies. So everyone's uh, dying here. Someone else will die on this battlefield. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so and actually the comment about stop, you know, trying to stop grenades. is like, actually, if I die once, some one person dies, but all the people I save from the grenades survive. It's, it's yeah. a numbers game, guys. Yep. It's, uh, math. it's just math. Uh, don't ask Cody to actually do math. Um, but uh, yeah, like too many knocks to the head. <laughs> uh, he's charging down through the, the trench line. Um, and just kind of nudging people back. Uh, anybody who doesn't have a mask, he's, you know, doing just one of those little tugs, just like get okay. the fuck out. Uh, roll against the poison because you are 
actively in clouds of it at this point. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. And that was, uh, what did we say, stamina plus resolve? Mm-hmm. All right. Minus three. Uh, I, I don't need to add firearms to that. There we go. Mm. Okay. Okay, that's three lethal damage. Indeed. You're accomplishing your uh, your 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 goals here. You're getting pulling people out, and you're doing some some big damn hero shit, sir. But yeah, you are you are coughing and spitting and sputtering, and this is not just mustard gas that you yes. felt earlier. This is this is there's some chlorine and stuff in there. You feel. You know, so am, am I actually, yeah, is Cody recognizing this is the stuff he saw before or this is something more than the last time he died? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, hollering. At, that was just a fucked up death to make sure they made a ghost. Sure. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Adelaide. Okay, um, I am on the side with, uh, Stafford, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let him fight the things, because mm-hmm. much better at it. Seems to be doing and, pretty well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three at a time, it's, it's fine. Um, so I'm gonna start trying to, uh, pull people out of the trenches and, like, uh, administer medical aid to the mm-hmm. ones that are starting to choke. Um, yeah, give me a... Wits medicine just to do quickly and more and have a diagnosis and stuff. Specialization in emergency medicine. Yeah, it's perfect. successes yeah you are quick and efficient that that I, i'm gonna keep playing to this angel of mercy sort of thing um as you much much like uh cody you're you're kind of quickly diving into the to the um and do i roll versus the, the poison yeah go ahead and roll uh question about that well not question statement about that uh was just looking at plasmic healing to double check um it is, it does bypass the per turn limit exemption, so I'm burning three to just turn these into bashing wounds. Sure. Sounds good. It's resolved stamina minus three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend a willpower to just cancel that. Yeah. Where is it? What? There it is. Okay, so one success means you take two. Two lethal. Um, but yeah, okay. you are you are very efficient at diving in. I mean, you're, and yeah, I mean, you've got to breathe to to be able to get in there and do it. But you are actively saving lives. See, an advocate is my bloom, so mm-hmm. that's dealing with living, right? Mm-hmm. You may refill your willpower. Okay, cool. Um, and with that, I think y'all are 
quickly wrapping up the the rollable parts of the scene. Mm -hmm. um, so I think uh, Dorothy, you you trudge and and after a few yards of trying to make this thing sprint, you realize that it is just collapsing in on itself and falling mm -hmm. apart. And you sort of find a hole fall, and fall down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, find find a hole and fall down, and this cloud starts just billowing up out of you. Um, and uh, thankfully, most of it washes away as you sit there in this moment of uh, well, it's in the title, right? It's a it's a moment of eerie quiet yeah. on the western front. He said the thing. Um, he said the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you're you're sort of lying on your back in this collapsed corpse from the twilight, and as the smoke finally clears, and you see. It is actually a relatively clear night, um, and you have a, a brief moment of impromptu stargazing. As you, I mean, uh, I'm presuming the like the belt of ectoplasm around me is still there, and the centurion's like holding my leash. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, so just look up at him, and well, let's let's get back. You uh, could let me cross over again at some point. I will permit it. You have proven yourself a valiant soldier. Just trying to protect my boys. Good. And uh, they'll trudge back in Twilight, I guess, and then once she's out of... I mean, yeah, I, the, I think the end of the scene for you is that, that quiet moment with mm -hmm. your Geist, just like a bit of acceptance and yep. a bit of a lot unspoken, right? I think on both of your parts. Yes. Yeah. You look at the stars uh, and wind down. And uh, the the rest of three of you bark some orders and gets... Yeah, what's up? I was going to say, uh, Jagged Shards of Silvered Censure does not want his rage to... or their rage to abate. It's rage mm -hmm. to abate. Uh, and so is going to try and eat ghosts. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, is going to try to render any of the remaining ghosts helpless, or any that are, uh, and engage in ectophagia. They are torn, toe up from the flow up by this whole oh. ritual process. They're they're hanging by a thread, essentially. Right. Get, like both the corpse and the ghost are thin. They're they're barely a snack for you. Basically, mm. you, okay. you get one one essence per or one ectoplasm per ghost. Okay, gotcha. How many can I eat? How horrific do you want to be? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How many of these um, bloated corpses do you want to see people, have people see you standing over? Yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, Jagged Shards hungers. Right. Stafford doesn't want him to eat any of them. Right. Because, like, what happened to them is horrible. Right. But Jagged Shards is like, well, you could have resisted it in his mind. They deserve his silvered censure. I think. Well, let me ask this: Do you eat, do you eat at least one? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think you in this moment, Shepard is not able to prevent. intimately become familiar that each of these ghosts was mm -hmm. willing to undergo this process. Oh, really? Oh. Um. Also, All you right. you do know that ectophagia causes synergy loss. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Permanent synergy loss? One dot per rank consumed. 
Really? Oh, I thought that was just for eating bound. Okay. Where does it say that? Yeah. Uh, that's I, 95. I that yeah, 95. Eating ghosts, on the other hand, shows a base disrespect for the dead and puts the Sin Eater's Geist in fear for its existence. I misunderstood. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Ectophagia is super bad. All right, fair enough. I was like, uh, <laughs> Ralph. Yeah, it's okay. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was representing it as uh, as Jagged Shards of Silver Censure mm -hmm. wanting to, you know, display his censure on these ghosts. But fair enough. Figured it's something he'd be into. Stafford wouldn't want to eat these ghosts. Okay. But Jagged uh, Shard so wants to continue we'll rending. Call it ectophagia, but it's, it is, a, we'll call it a, a, a moment of like really tearing one apart okay just barehanded cool. that's just shredding it yeah yeah just shredding it and this like flood of memories as you like really just crack that core of it uh almost like evangelion style um, oh yeah um and yeah you, you realize that this was a, a willing participant not some trapped soul um yeah shit's fucked it's fucked up. So, like, the people they killed in the rooms volunteered? The ghosts were the willing. The ghost left behind volunteered. Okay. Yeah, we're willing to undergo the, the ritual. We did a horrible murder on a person, and then their ghost agreed. Well, I mean, especially if they're super angry ghosts, and somebody manipulates and nudges them, it's like, I got an idea how you can get back. Yeah. Vengeance for what was big, done to you. Doesn't have to be a big ghost. Yep. Yeah. Rank ones, especially. Rank one. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's there's some cleanup and some some other stuff and stuff like that that happens. But um. Yeah. I think you. Especially as you retire back to, I think the closest bunker currently, especially with still doing some some medicine on the on the the soldiers that are nearby and stuff like that. Um. There's a there's a moment of um of quiet for, for all of you and as Dorothy finally wanders back in off of the, <laughs> the edge of No Bass Land. Um and um and we settle in for what you feel in your next in your in your pits of your stomach is the next bit of nothing. Because much to uh, much to Jagged Shard's uh, chagrin, uh, it cannot be action all the time. Yeah. Um, I will. Oh, and with to that, Stafford's will... comfort, um, yeah. <laughs> there's there. a time where he does not have to give in. Um, with that, we will wrap up our first session tonight i hope you have all enjoyed it i know i had a blast i'm loving ghost vibes um i cannot wait to continue to be a big old spooky bitch as your storyteller um and uh if you want to come talk to us about what you just saw or birds or other games or i don't know what else do we talked about memes literally anything literally a lot of things um come check us out on discord uh 
new dot space. Uh, if you would like to subscribe to our Patreon and give us money to afford art and uh, production equipment and stuff like that, uh, so we can keep the show uh, evolving and growing and doing cool things, uh, check it out uh, on Patreon at uh, staylucky.club. Uh, we love you and be safe, and we will see you next week. Everybody, bye. Stay spooky.